Americas, live and underway from Minnesota. That's right, just hey. outside Minneapolis, hey. Minnesota. Hercules yeah. Gomez, no. Sebastian Salazar gearing up for the MLS versus Liga MX All-Star game. You can hear in the background, they're literally building the stadium uh, as we speak. You ready for that All-Star buzz? You feeling it or what? I'm feeling it. I don't know if it's the buzz of the All-Star game or mm -hmm. All-Star week, I should say, I'm feeling it. But, damn, we've been at this all day. We have, and we have the interviews to prove it. Coming up in this show, Carlos Vela, Chicharito, Sean Johnson, Walker Zimmerman, Uriel Antuna, Alexis Vega. We got Liga MX covered, yeah. don't you worry. Who else? We got Sebastián Driussi tearing it up right now at Austin. We got Brandon Vasquez, star of FC Cincinnati. Julián Araujo, DeAndre Yedlin, and Jesús Ferreira. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. It's a pretty impressive list, yeah? <laughs> it is. If you guys are hearing that, there's literally there's a bunch of stations here for the media. Mm -hmm. We're the last ones here. They're waiting for us to go home. That, that's what you're saying, is we are the hardest working group in I, show business. I don't business. think I've ever left. That's never been in doubt. Oh. Okay, so let's uh, talk about why we are here. And really, the, the main event is, of course, Wednesday. MLS versus Liga Mekis All-Star Game. It'll be taking place at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That game available for you on ESPN2. Of course, not the first time that we've seen the MLS versus Liga Mekis All-Stars. We remember last year when MLS won in a penalty shootout, Herka. Ah, the dramatic, dramatic ending last year between these two teams. All right, so let's look ahead to this year. Who do you think is the favorite? Uh, Liga Mekis. Really? I Still? Do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Even with all the big absences? Yeah, they, they, they don't know what an All-Star game is about. You don't bring the best players. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bring the most popular. MLS brought the most popular. Okay. Maybe not the best today. Liga Mekis, literally, their nominations were, were you one or two? Okay. In that position, were you one or two in your season? So they've got players who are arguably... In my mind, in a better moment. So okay. yeah, they should be favorites. Okay, so give me some names then, if you thought MLS would or should be favorite, that you would have put in. MLS? Yeah. Gareth Bell? Okay. Oh, you mean as far as they deserve to be? Yeah, here? I mean, you're saying you're going off, off the best right, picks. Right, Um I don't know. There's a few you could have gone. It feels like it's a pretty star-studded team for MLS, too. I mean, it, it obviously, Bale, Chiellini, some of those late arrivals aren't Correct. here. But there's still a lot of talent on the MLS team. Of course, team. there's a lot of talent on the Major League Soccer team. Absolutely, there's a lot of talent. I would have loved to see – this is more Liga MX because mm -hmm. I think there's more – this argument for another day about star power. But I would have loved to have seen a Memo Ochoa. I would have loved to have seen a Dani Alves. Mm. A Gignac. A, a Gignac. Mm -hmm. You know, those type – Nahuel Guzman, how entertaining was he last yes, year? Yes, of course. That type of player. But – these are very good squads. So we've yeah. had the luxury here, the opportunity to sit down and talk with guys who are going to be on both sides of this event on Wednesday night. What kind of atmosphere do you think we'll get here in Minnesota? And then what kind of game do you think we'll get based so, on what you've been hearing so far? I don't know what you think, but I think this is one of the best stadiums in Major mm. League Soccer. Agreed. I really do. It's actually my favorite stadium in Major wow, League Soccer. Wow, ahead of Bank of California. Look at yes, you forgetting your hometown. Well, you know. Got to be honest. California is nice. Mm -hmm. But it ain't that nice. Mm -hmm. This stadium is nice. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything, so you're going to get that ambiance. It's going to be a great crowd. You're still selling Liga mm -hmm. MX MLS. You're still selling Mexico versus USA. That's what you're selling, and I think people are going to come out for it. On the field, you think it'll get chippy? <laughs> we were interviewing guys, yep. and on the Major League Soccer side, they were mm -hmm. like, hey, you realized really quick, like, after one or two tackles, all right, this is a different type of game. This isn't an exhibition. This isn't actually like they're taking this for reals or taking it seriously type of deal. I expect the same thing. Okay. All right. You expect the same thing. So you think we'll get penalties or you think it'll end in regulation? Well, hmm? Hmm? I've been hearing a big game from both. Okay. Nobody wants to go to penalty kicks. Okay, both yes. have been saying it before the 90th minute. It's over. So I'll go with that. 
few players figure to be more important to Major League Soccer's efforts on Wednesday night than Javier Chicharito Hernandez. The LA Galaxy forward has nine goals so far this season. For his efforts, he has been named captain of the MLS All-Star team. Captain. You know, captain. Carlos Vela had a few uh, What did Carlos words. say about it? He was like, Chich, captain? Mm. He's like, okay. That tells you how we are today. He joins us here <laughs> on Football Americas. Javier, uh, what does it mean to you to be captain of nah, the All-Stars? It means a lot. It means a lot. I, I posted straight away when I when I found out the, the the news about that, that I feel very, like, humble, blessed, and, of course, uh, yeah, very grateful about this opportunity, you know? But but I said it as well in the, in the press conference. That doesn't mean nothing. You know, we all are... Uh, players that uh, people uh, and the manager uh, choose us that we're in a good moment that we try to just come here and try to to play a very good game to try to give uh, the fans a great two days with the skill challenge as well and now with the with the, with the all-star game so yeah i mean i'm very grateful very happy but that doesn't change nothing no we all are great players in our own uh, teams trying to give everything for this for this game and trying to yeah to try to to win on wednesday that's, that's the most important thing for us you know, I'm curious, uh, this rivalry for you, you're in a unique situation right now where yeah. you're in the middle of the rivalry exactly. and you're in Los Angeles where there's probably more yeah. Mexican League MX fans than anywhere in the country. What's that been like for you? Honestly, yeah, I, I understand the position and I and I like take it how it is. But uh, to be honest, it doesn't change nothing. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I still represent this organization. I still represent MLS. I'm gonna be the most professional guy that I can be and try to give my best. You know, here with you guys uh, tomorrow in the skill challenge and on Wednesday on the game. You know, as uh, regardless of how how much I'm gonna play or not, I'm gonna give my best. Like. Like every day, you know. Mm. I wonder what it means to the players to go up against Liga MX because in the media, everybody wants to measure the two leagues. The fans want to measure the two leagues. Do you actually care about kind of yeah, who wins of on Wednesday? Yeah? yeah, why not? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course we want that. Of course. Uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of of talking and about stuff about the leagues and about all, that, all, all, all about all of that stuff about which league is better that for me my point of view is not it's not that important because competition should be like what these guys are doing great so i can like do it like them and then with the other leagues like what they're doing good so we can keep doing it you know because competition is about that so these type of events these type of games what what it brought is like yeah of course it's cool to see how mls is go, is, is doing it's good to see how La Liga MX is doing but the most important part is like yeah you can you can you can mix now cultures players mm. uh, even if sometimes this all-star could be in Mexico for example next time like two countries you can see the next World Cup with Canada uh, US after the Qatar one with with Mexico as well involved so that's what competition should be is bring us together but of mm. course in the end it's a competition of course don't get me wrong we want to win they want to win we want to represent our league and they want to do the same but in the end I think the narrative should mm. be like that, that we're we're in the same boat in the end we want to grow we want CONCACAF to grow and we want of course to be a better better leagues and better national teams and by another consequence be be like represent better our countries in the world Cup. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that we had Mikel Arriola on Leagues Cup and we interviewed mm -hmm. him and I asked him if he was worried if Liga MX and Mexico in general with the national team were falling behind in terms of competitiveness he said he was worried and he thought that in five years Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer take over Liga MX if they didn't take the proper precautions your your um, opinion on that my opinion is honestly uh, I don't care who's having the the lead on the leagues. I hear the most important part what MLS is is look, La Liga MX did for long time 
good stuff. They're still doing it, but how how soccer can be done in a way in in in, in that federation in Concacaf, right? And now another league with exposure like USA that they 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 said, okay, we're up to the challenge. We want to make a league. Let's do it. And then 27 years after, only 27 years, you can see the improvement. So that's something that the, the La Liga MX, a part of being threatened. They should, they should admire that and say, okay, they're showing us how we can do it, how mm. we can pivot our businesses, how we can pivot, how we can yeah. grow, because in the way that we're doing is helping. So imagine if we include what other guys are doing to improve. That, that's, that's how life it should be. I'm unique, I'm special, I'm not better or less than no one, but there are things that other guys does that probably, that could help me that I'm not doing. Mm. I'm gonna keep doing my stuff, but look, let's add this up. So I don't care who's having the lead in that end, that end. I think what MLS is going to bring to CONCACAF is that competitiveness. Even Adrian, our coach, he tells us that that's great. Now, now for example, if any South American player want to come to Mexico MLS, now there's a fight. Now there's a doubt. And then, of course, if Mexico, the Mexico team has him, then the competitiveness comes with the League Cup, comes with CONCACAF champions, comes with other sports. So this is about improvement. This is about growth. This is not about saying USA is better or Mexico is less or who's the gigante of the CONCACAF. That doesn't. That's why I did. I did. I said what I said in the in the in the press conference. The gigante Coca-Cola doesn't mean nothing. In 2002, MLS was was not even close at what it was now, and USA beat us. Mm-hmm. You know, and they went the World through Cup. and the World Cup. Yeah. That doesn't mean that the, that the Mexican League at that time was better, mm. right? So that's why we want as well to manage sports and to, sorry, to talk about sports like if there were mathematics, that they doesn't work. They doesn't work here. Here there's a lot of circumstances, a lot of situations that we need to take accountable and see why things are happening and emulate some of them and the other ones that they're not working, just get rid of them. I gotta ask you about the skills challenge. Do you know what you're doing in the skills kind challenge? Kind of, not really. But today, today we're gonna have a proper like walk through and say like what I have to do. Then I will try to do it tomorrow. Of I, I did it. I pulled my quad. I don't recommend. Oh really? <laughs> I did. I did. No, we all take off ourselves. Yeah. You don't take. Uh, yeah. How how important will it be to win that? Ah, it's important, man. It's 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 great. They, man. These situations and everything in life is how you want to approach them, man. If you want to have a hard time, you're going to have a hard time. If you want to have fun, you will have fun. And obviously in life, we, there are things that you probably will prefer to do, of course. Like, for example, the skill challenge, yeah, different situations. The, everything, it's, it's, it, could be, it could be better, it could be worse, it could be better, it could be worse. It's how you approach things. So from my point of view, I'm going to try to have fun. I'm going to try to do as better as I can to help the MLS win that skills challenge and hopefully we can do it, you know? All right, hopefully we find out your role too. Uh, <laughs> ah, some of course, point. of course, of course. <laughs> Hopefully I don't do that much so I can be fresh for the game. Yeah, as a captain, you get to choose what your role is. I don't know, man, be. we'll see. There know. he is, Javier Hernandez. Thanks Thank for the you time. Guys. Appreciate Thank you, you here on Football Americas. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. LAFC, first place in the Western Conference and first place in the Supporter Shield race. What a summer they've had bringing in Gareth Bale, Giorgio Chiellini, and signing Carlos Vela to a contract extension. Carlos joins us now here on Football America as the newly minted MLS All-Star. So tell us about your flight in. I heard you had some kind of rough company. <laughs> yeah, they left any person come in so <laughs> you were you were next I to him on the flight him. i was behind him and then i'm not gonna name drop but kobe jones behind me wow okay imagine, all right. imagine how yeah. bad was the truth <laughs> i hope he left you alone just a little yeah. bit uh tell us a little about practice right because it's the first time to really get with these guys and see who's good and kind of what your teammates gonna look like on wednesday i mean you know first first day after game in the weekend travel so was a really light training just a couple of boxes have fun talk each other so I don't think we have to train much it's just <laughs> like we know already all the players we are here we are good so we just have to enjoy the game make a good show for the fans for the people uh, and win the game it's I, simple I saw a video footage of you earlier hugging and hanging out with Chicharito they named him captain he's the captain Imagine, imagine, <laughs> how about we are? <laughs> Imagínate cómo estamos, no? Uh, what does it mean for you to play against Liga Mekis? You, you know, you know that league, you know that country so well, you know the rivalry. What does it mean to, to have a game like this? Well, I mean, the rivalry is more for for you guys, for the fans, oh, okay. or maybe for us it's just a friendly game. Of course, we want to win because we represent this league, so we want to do a good game. We want to bring a good show for the fans because... They go for, for that, no? so enjoy, enjoy a night, so we will put our best, trying to win, but nothing crazy, just one more game. You live in L.A., you were just at the League's Cup mm. showcase, you get to see the type of impact Liga Mekis has in the United States. It is, that good. Uh, your perspective now living in the States, so what do you think of that, I mean, because it's unique. No, it's crazy, I mean, there's a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Latin around the country, so... You know, for us, football is, means everything. So every time it's Mexico playing here or any team of Mexico, now the, the All-Star, I think the fans will be there. So it's a big game for, for everybody. And like I say, let's, let's put a good show because they want something good. So <laughs> we have to do it. Uh, you mentioned you came in from Salt Lake City, caught a flight with this guy. You beat RSL 4-1. to one. I want to talk about a couple plays in that game. Uh, the play from Gareth Bale is the one everybody's talking about. But first, Giorgio Chiellini in that handball. <laughs> what did you make of that? Man, he's a smart. <laughs> you have to cut that play. It doesn't matter how. So, like I say, if he's against you, you get mad. Mm, you, yeah. you want the red car or everything. But what's a smart play? I think he did the right thing for his team. So, 
It's Hector Herrera over there. Hector Herrera shouting us down in the hey, end. Hey, he said, everybody hey, he said, he said idolo to me, not to you. I just want he was looking at me. Oh, <laughs> let's call this. No, but you, you said as smart Jojo Chiellini is, he did the same thing in the Euro final against Saka. You know, he pulled the player back because mm. he knew he was too quick. Talk, talk to me about just him in general on the field. He on the field, he want to win. Mm. He don't care about how or if he want to take the ball with the hands or kick somebody for him the important thing is win games win titles so that's why we bring him so he will put that personality that character to our team and he will lead our defense so it's some some really important for us so we trust in him and for sure he will do well because we know how good he is so what about the goal from Gareth Bale? I mean, classic, vintage stuff. When you see a guy with that amount of speed able to do that, what do you think? I mean, everybody say like, we see now you kind of still running, so <laughs> <laughs> let's do it more often. So <laughs> I think both, two, both players are really happy in LA. They come in in a really good way in, in our team, with the teammates. So. I think the chemistry, the atmosphere we have inside our team is really good. So after we can show that on the game, I think we are in a good position. But for us, the most important is win the, the championship. So we have to work hard because the, the expectations are really high. So we mm -hmm. have to work the double or triple to, to get there. So the team is happy the team is really good so now we have to win games i don't want to get ahead of myself but i saw the goal and then i saw a few comments i was already thinking of it that looked like the copa del rey goal against barcelona yes, yes. where he just Barca. ran by yeah. him when you see that and you see a guy who's 32 years old and had a lot of choices of where he could go do you still a part of you think like why are you here no i think i make that decision years ago mm -hmm. you, you can go you can still in Europe but sometimes you you look for your happiness and I think he do that so now we see he is happy and he can do that kind of stuff so we are person also so sometimes it's not what's the best team or where you can find more money it's about where I can be happy where mm -hmm. I can do my my things where the people will trust on me, show me I like I like the group, you know, that kind of thing like are important in a, in a player. So I think he find that in LA and he will do a really good thing for us, for sure. All right, Carlos, we got to let you go. But thanks for the time here on Football Americas and uh, good luck on Wednesday night. Thank you very much. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Austin FC rolling right along this season, second in the Western Conference behind only LAFC. Sebastián Driussi, a big reason why he's got 16 goals and seven assists so far on the season, including a brace this weekend, and he joins us now here <coughs> on Football Américas. Uh-huh. MVP, that is the talk uh, down in Austin. Sebastián with us uh, here in Minnesota. Sebastián, bienvenido al programa. Un gusto tenerte Hola, aquí con nosotros. Para mí estar con ustedes, la verdad que un honor. Okay, so we, as we do here on Football Americas, I'll ask the questions in English. You translate, and we'll uh, we'll kind of have a, a, a little conversation here. Uh, let's let's start with just the practice today. I want to I want to get a sense of kind of what it was like training with all these new players and that experience here with the All Stars. Platícanos del ambiente, qué fue, cómo fue el entrenamiento con todas las estrellas de Major League Soccer. ¿Qué fue ese ambiente? Ah, la verdad que un un ambiente muy lindo. La verdad que a la mayoría lo conozco de haberme lo enfrentado y y por algunos tengo gran admiración. Así que nada, un lindo entrenamiento hoy. He was saying that uh, it was a beautiful practice this morning. He knows most of the players because he's played against them, uh, and he looks up to some of the other players uh, as well. Hablanos un poco de, or let's get a, a little perspective on, on the rivalry with Liga Mekis and from his perspective, maybe where he sees it as an Argentine. Bueno, platinas un poco de lo que sabes de la rivalidad entre Estados Unidos, Major League Soccer, en este caso, y lo que viene siendo Liga Mekis y lo que has visto todo tu tiempo aquí. Sí, bueno, me, me lo enfrenté muy, muy poco a la, a la Liga de México. Eh, tuve dos amistosos con Austin, con Trapa Chuca y Atlas, la verdad que fueron muy exigentes, Son, es una liga que, que es muy buena, eh, todos lo saben, así que nada, va a ser un lindo partido también, un, un lindo espectáculo. Said he has a little experience against Liga Mekis outside of a couple friendlies against Pachuca and Atlas that he said were very, very tough. Yeah. He says it's a good league, so he expects a, uh, a good game as well. Let's get into Austin's success this year, and specifically his, right? Um, obviously, he comes midway through last year. This year, though, obviously, MVP form, and really, he's been hot all season. Hay que hablar un poco del éxito que has tenido, no solamente tú en lo personal, pero Austin también. Llegaste a mediados de temporada del torneo pasado. Este año es otra cosa. Estás en ritmo de mejor jugador de la liga. Platícanos un poco del éxito que ha tenido Tú en la personal y también Austin. No, bueno, como vos lo decís, creo que llegué el año pasado, el equipo no estaba muy bien, pero creo que este inicio de torneo creo que hicimos las cosas muy bien, las seguimos haciendo, así que nada, hay que seguir trabajando con, con humildad, eh, corrigiendo muchísimas cosas porque hay muchísimas cosas por corregir, pero bueno, estamos cada vez más cerca del objetivo que es entrar a playoff, así que hay que seguir por este camino. So it's interesting there. He said uh, last year was obviously very difficult, right? The team wasn't quite as good. Got off to a strong start this year. Need to keep going with some humility. There's still lots to correct, but they are closer and closer to their goals, which of course are to make the playoffs down there uh, in Austin. There's a new addition to Austin, a one that he knows well, Emiliano Rigoni. Uh, tell us a little bit about this player and kind of what he thinks he's going to bring to bueno, the team. Bueno, tienes un nuevo compañero, en, eh, Emiliano Rigoni. Lo conoces bastante bien. Háblanos un, poquito, po, perdón, un poquito del jugador. Eh, ¿Qué puede traerle a Austin? ¿Qué esperas de él? No, la verdad que bueno, me tocó jugar con él en, en Rusia, es un jugador el, el cual nos va a servir muchísimo por sus cualidades, por su velocidad, por su entrega, creo que es un, era el jugador a fichar, así que nada, esperemos tenerlo pronto, porque sabemos que, que tiene que estar pronto con nosotros para, para afrontar lo que viene, y nada, acá lo estamos esperando. So they play together, obviously, in Russia. Uh, he and Rigoni, he's going to help us a lot, he said, because of his qu 
quality. He was the player that the team needed to sign. And he says they need him soon, right? Yeah. The, uh, obviously, the, the playoff stretch is, is upcoming. I wonder a little bit about what the reaction was back in Argentina when he joined the league. This is a player who is from River Plate's academy, played for River Plate, one of the biggest clubs in Argentina. Uh, when he came to MLS from Europe, what was that reaction like? Platícanos un poco de la reacción, tal vez, en, en Argentina. Eh, fuiste un jugador eh, que salió de un equipo importante como River, te vas a Argentina, eh, perdón, a Europa, y lo, llegas a lo que es Major League Soccer. Platícanos un poco de la reacción eh, en Argentina a tu movimiento Major League Soccer. Bueno, algunos no estaban contentos que yo viniera a esta liga, pero yo sabía y sabía a dónde venía. Entonces, eh, me importó muy poco, entonces seguí enfocado en, en lo que yo vine a hacer a esta liga, a tratar de, de dar lo mejor, seguir creciendo como jugador, como persona, porque es un, estoy en un país totalmente diferente al cual estoy acostumbrado a vivir. Así que nada, eh, feliz de estar acá, no me arrepiento de la... De la de la decisión que tuve, así que nada, feliz. Yeah, uh, no, no regrets about the decision. He said some down in Argentina were not happy with his choice, but um, he knew and he really didn't care. He said he stayed focused on, on what he had to do here, and it's an opportunity not just with the league, but being in a different country um, to grow as well. One of the things he's going to be involved in today is, uh, not today, this week, is the skills challenge. I wonder if we could get what he knows about his role in the skill challenge and what he expects there. ¿Sabes de este concurso de habilidades? ¿Qué sabes del concurso? ¿Qué va a ser tu rol? ¿Te han platicado en qué no, vas a participar? Todavía no me dijeron, pero sé que... Still haven't told him. Tienes que preguntar, ¿eh? No, Pregunta, es importante. pero tengo, tengo entrenamiento ahora por la tarde, okay. así que ahí sabré qué, qué tendré que hacer. Pero sí, soy, voy a jugar, seguro. Yeah. Okay, so he knows he's going to be in the skills challenge. Uh, he's going to find out what role exactly later today when they do the uh, when they do the practice. Let's talk a little bit about atmospheres, right? He's seen some big games in Europe. Obviously, I'm sure playing at River Plate, he's seen some ambientazos. How does that compare to maybe what he's living in Austin? Because we know Q2 can also uh, pack the house and have a great atmosphere. Díganos de del ambiente. Has vivido unos ambientes bastante intensos. Sí, pero obviamente Europa. Lo que conoces ahí en Austin, qué vives? No, increíble, increíble. Me llama la atención cada vez que jugamos la gente. Lo, la verdad que vive el partido básicamente como en Argentina con esa euforia, con esa gana de que el equipo gane, siempre empujando a, a al equipo, la verdad que me sorprendió muchísimo. Mm. He says it's an incredible atmosphere down there in Austin. It surprises him every time. Basically the same uh, as Argentina, so it's a big part of what uh, what Austin has been able to do this year. Quickly. I think he's tricking us. I think he speaks English. Ah, see? Yeah, yeah, because he, he's already answered before I even talk. <laughs> no, I understand a little bit. Ay, vamos. Para el próximo año, entonces, la entrevista yeah, yeah. en inglés. Así, Andrew, sí, un placer. Gracias. Thank you, thank you. Jordan Pifak Herc scoring and opening his Bundesliga account in a 3-1 Union Berlin win over Hertha Berlin on the weekend. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I am just saying. The guy's scoring goals for fun and now in the Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. Watch out. Scored in the uh, Pokal, the German Cup as well. So a great start to his time at Union Berlin for Jordan Pifak, who again finds the back of the net this past weekend in league play for his new team. The Premier League also opening its season over the weekend. Brendan Aronson almost scored the game winner against Wolves. They eventually rolled in an own goal. Hart, can you believe it? I can't believe it because they went out to defend. Boo! Brendan seems to think he was the last one to put it in. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Great game by Brendan Aronson. Turning heads, opening eyes. Watch out. Leads 2-1 winners on the day. Speaking of American attackers that are finding success, no better evidence of that than Jesus Ferreira. What a season he's having. 12 goals, 5 assists so far for FC Dallas. He's a Major League Soccer All-Star 
and is also going to be part of the skills competition on Tuesday. He joins us now on Football America. Jesus, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about practice this morning, because I'm always curious when you guys first get to, you know, be in that training environment and you're playing with guys who probably most of the time are like your sworn enemies, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was exciting. It was good. Uh, you know, first time here meeting the guys. And so uh, for me, it was just going out there, uh, meeting some of the guys and enjoying, enjoying some good soccer. You see the all-star list come out. Who's the guy you're like, man, I can't wait to mm. be in a training field with this guy? I think a little bit of everyone. There's not one person that I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, I think everybody has uh, something different. And uh, today I was in the rondo with uh, Chicharito, Vela, and Carlos. And, you know, those are like some guys that never lose the ball. And so I was I was in the middle. Of Who got mad? Who got mad? <laughs> nobody got mad. <laughs> nobody got mad. Nobody got mad. We had cameras at practice. So yeah, if somebody yeah, got yeah, mad, if somebody got mad, we're going to find it. Um, you mentioned it's your first time. Like, what does it mean to you to be an MLS All-Star, especially this year coming off signing that big contract? No, it's huge. Um, I think it's a, it's another step in my career. Um, I think that it's something that needed to happen, uh, um, as in just me working hard. Um, I think I, I do give a lot of credit to my teammates because they put me in a position uh, for me to succeed. Um, and so I'm just excited that um, I'm the guy that they look up front for some goals and assists. And so I'm just I'm just happy that the team uh, believes in me and, and what I can do. What changed? I mean, this is a career year for you, and it's at the right time. What what, what clicked for you? I think uh, mainly in the offseason, I was just focusing on my mental health. Um, I said it a few times before, and it, it was something that I needed to work on. I think uh, for me, it was I got uh, easily frustrated in the field, and that was on me out of games. And so uh, working on that helped me just kind of, you know, move on fast and staying in the present and, you know, having more impact in the game. And so I think that's what the team needs me to do, and it's just staying focused, staying present, and playing the game. Paxton Pomichol, a guy you know well. This is his quote on you. He's clinical, man. Uh, that clinical is something kind of new, isn't it? Where did that come from? Yeah, no, I think it's just me uh, knowing my role. Um, I knew that I had to change things uh, uh, before, you know, I have, I have chances and I missed or, or I'll do the wrong play. Um, and so it's just me knowing that I had to fix that and I had to uh, get better at that. That was the point that in a, a position where the team needed help. And so um, I needed to be that guy that, you know, gave the team goals and assists. Is that where you feel most comfortable as a nine on the field? No, I think I, I'm I'm good anywhere. Um, <laughs> where do you where like ideal world for Jesus Ferreira? Like where where do you want to be on the field? Higher up, I think uh, for me is the goals. I think the goals come before anything, and so I would say probably as a nine. Okay. Um, yeah, but um, I can come down and play, so it, it doesn't really it doesn't matter matter where I'm at. <laughs> Talk about your your mental health, and I assume a lot of that for forward just kind of dealing with the pressure. There's now the pressure of the World Cup is coming up, and there's a dogfight for that number nine position. I mean, you got you almost must feel like you have to score every week to kind of stay in the lead. Yeah, um, and I think that's. Uh, you know, from the outside, it's the most important thing is to score. Um, but I've noticed, you know, working on my mental health and talking to coaches, and it's like um, I've noticed that I bring more more to the team than just goals. Um, is coming down, dropping, combining, uh, uh, pressing, and so. Uh, I've noticed that for me in the games is not to focus too much on scoring goals mm -hmm. or assisting. It's just to focus on having a first good touch, making runs in behind, and just the basics that that will make me have a good game, and then that everything else will come come by if I have a good game. And so it's just me focusing on not so much the final product, but the build up to that final product. Is that the message as well from Greg Berhalter? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a number nine, Greg wants to see goals and assists. And so for me, it's just working hard on the field so he can see my, my efforts and uh, see what I can bring just besides the goals. But obviously, um, anytime I'm in front of, I'm in front of goal, I'm, I'm looking to score. We started the segment mentioning Dallas right now, third in the Western Conference. What's going right for the team this year? Because it seems like a lot different than last season. Yeah, I think everyone has a, a great mentality and has the same goals. Um, I think uh, Coach Nico came into the locker room uh, implementing his, his style, um, and everybody believes him. And so we have the pieces to play the, the, the formation that he wants to play, the, the game that he wants to play. And so um, I think we're all excited, and we all have the same goal in mind, which is, which is you know, first is make playoffs, and then second to see if we can get a home game. You mm. mentioned Coach Nico, Coach Nico, excuse me. He was the assistant coach for Greg Berhalter on the national team. That style of play being so similar to the national team, it's got to be an extra benefit for you. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it helps out that we can play every weekend uh, with that formation and uh, the same style, the pressing, the the runs in behind. And so, you know, we can we have to use that for our advantage. Before we let him go, let's do some trivia. We're, we're finding out how well you know your enemy come Wednesday night, how well you know Liga Mekis. Uh, Sorry, I got some questions. Lot, so. <laughs> I, you were in Texas for a while. You've been in Texas for a while. Hey, we yeah. just yeah. need Alco up here. He, sh he should have known. He should have known some things. Okay. So you're, you're okay. All right, yeah. I see. Uh, Liga Mekis team with the most league titles. Chivas. Ooh. Same guess as Julian. No. Close. America. Close. Uh, America. America. Yeah, they just overtook him recently. Just overtook, yeah, yeah. over the last decade. Let's see. Uh, Solid guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How many... Ah, equipos. How many equipos? How many teams are there in Liga MX? 23. How many? 18. 18. 18. 18. Okay. Out of those 18, last one. How many make the playoffs? Six. Double that. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, Twelve. Can you believe that? That's more than, oh. That's more than MLS. <laughs> you were about percentage. to say it. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's oh, a lot. Man. All right, there he is, Jesus Ferreira, his team hoping to make the playoffs this year. Great to have you with us here on Football America. Thank you. Kirk, we got some transfer news here. Matthew Hoppy reportedly has a new home. The U.S. International looks set to complete a move from Mallorca to Middlesbrough in the championship. What do you think? <laughs> I think uh, going from living to Mallorca, Spain, to uh, Middlesbrough might be a change of culture for him. <laughs> might be a little bit of a shock. Yes. Certainly a change of weather, if not a change of culture. But uh, good to see Matthew Hoppy then making the move from Mallorca to Middlesbrough in the championship. So we got another American in the championship. Speaking of the championship, speaking of Burrow, Zach Steffen in his second career championship appearance over the weekend. Burrow losing 3-2 against Queens Park Rangers. Hurt a lot of people pointing at Steffen for that goal. I mean, yeah, it's his fault, but he's looking directly into the light. Mm. Like, this is crazy to me. It's still a goalkeeping error. Not the way you want to start off if you're Zach Steffen. No. The sun, the shadows all playing a role there. That was a second of three for QPR on the day. Speaking of American goalies, another one joining us now on Football America, Sean Johnson of New York City FC and MLS All-Star. I want to get your approach to like the game itself, but first I want to get the goalies perspective because I feel like in an All-Star game, nobody plays defense. So what are you ready for yeah. on Wednesday night? Yeah, you know, um, ready for anything, really. Uh, I guess if nobody decides to play defense, I guess it might be my time to shine. Like <laughs> but it's uh, it's going to be a cool experience, uh, my first All-Star game. So just looking forward to taking it all in. You know, we're, we're coming off uh, that Zach Stefan error that he happened, that happened this week. And as a goalkeeper, because every goalkeeper is bound to happen, you're going to have your errors. What goes through your mind? 
Yeah, I think errors are part of the game. Um, but I, I was talking about this earlier with uh, with Andre and uh, and Dane. Is basically whenever something happens, you like to think of it as like a learning experience. And then goalkeepers, I think it's year 13 for me. I mean, you're go- you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have things happen. But the quicker you can forget about them or think about them as oh, okay, cool. That's that's just a learning experience. Won't happen again next time. Um, moving on and having a short-term memory. But uh, things happen, and that's just a part of what we do as goalkeepers. So it's all it's always our fault. It's always <laughs> our fault. Yeah. That's what you say on the show all I the do. time. It I is. do. I get angry at him a lot. Yeah. So uh, as far as like being an all-star, you mentioned it's your first time. Kind of as you look at your career, what does that mean to you? Yeah, um, my first time being an all-star, I think, you know, when I look of, over the course of my career, um, it's definitely an honor. Um, it's something I've always wanted to check off the box. I think now starting to slowly have, like, my uh, my, my bucket list being checked off with the MLS Cup this past year, now all-star. Um, really cool achievement for me, um, you know, having having done it for such a long time. And to be alongside these guys is, is pretty dope, too. Good yeah, group of guys. Check, checking off those things, the trophies, the nationals, and the world guys. Look at this guy. He's also an actor. Did oh, you not really? see his commercial? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, good year. Who was it? I, I don't know who Continental. it was. We, we won't mention what brand it was, <laughs> but he, he's, he's a very good actor. And I asked him, because in one of those, he actually won like a car driving competition. And mm. he says that he's not allowed to race. Any- Why aren't you allowed to race anymore? Yeah, I'm not allowed to race anymore. I think once you win the competition, uh, you get basically, you lose your ability to race. <laughs> you kind of cheated, though. I did not cheat. So when <laughs> I did the competition, I did not have what I currently hold, um, but a SCCA racing license. You're, you're, officially, you're a professional racer. Yeah, I loved it so much when I won the car that I wander off and, uh, you know, Got certified, <laughs> so why not? How did your uh, team feel about that? Yeah. Uh, my team, the, was, the team was cool. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was controlled in a parking lot. Um, obviously, to, to get your racing license, like you probably have to do something a little bit more real on a track or something like that. But it was controlled with the driver safely. Precautions were taken, and uh, yeah, I think, right, uh, it's been cool. Let's talk about the race between yeah. Liga Mekis and Major League yeah, Soccer. They're taking this seriously, man. Like, uh, what goes through your mind? Obviously, the rivalry, U.S. Mexico is big. Liga Mekis, MLS, like. This isn't just a game for you guys. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. I think, you know, you look at the rivalry uh, between between ourselves, uh, Liga MX, um, over the years. I think last year you saw it, you know, super competitive game. Um, they're coming here to win. We obviously want to win uh, badly, and uh, everybody's up for it. I think the, the beauty of playing an opponent like Liga MX is you get a super quality game with two opponents who are super motivated to win. So looking forward to Wednesday, and uh, the intensity is surely going to be there. It's not going to be something that's lacking. You've had some of that kind of CCL, League's Cup experience. Tell us what it's like when Liga MX faces off against MLS in, in those situations and and does that USA Mexico rivalry kind of sift into those games yeah I think it does I think there's a there's certain level of pride you play for um, when you're playing against those teams I think especially CONCACAF Champions League uh, you guys have seen the, those games mm. um, those games are crazy um, they can go you know they can be extremely open crazy is a nice chippy. way to put it 100% 100% you know you never know how those games are going to go but what you always have is a level of intensity um, and just uh, and passion for the game because um, you're representing more than just your and your football club, you're representing your country, and uh, tides right over into you know World Cup qualifying, national team games, and um, yeah, it's definitely there's no uh, there's no love lost between the teams. So yeah, the fans seem to not be able to get enough of it. You've right. got League's Cup showcase, you've got Concacaf Champions League, you got World Cup qualifiers. New York's going to play against Atlas in the Campeones Cup yeah. on ESPN. And at a point, as a player, is there like a little bit of a whiplash with how much Liga Mekis MLS is going around? No, you know, I think it's it's just more opportunities uh, to showcase yourselves. You know, I think you're, you're playing against uh, quality opponents from from Liga MX um, to play in uh, another, you know, for another cup, another championship against Atlas later this year uh, at Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, we wouldn't have it any other way, I think, to, to have the ability to have them come in our house and play. So uh, looking forward to it. But yeah, every opportunity is uh, just another exciting one to, to add into the, uh, the arsenal. Uh, I'm sorry. 
sorry. I, Go ahead. I got to bring you this up. You have to. I have to. I know. I, have to. I know. I know. I teach you. I teach you. That little thing, like in the corner of your stadium, it's like a little piece of paper that says MLS Cup champions. Like, what's going on there, Sean? Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, it was a bit. You're bigger than the it banner. Was, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a bit bigger. surprising. I think we all looked up and we were ready for like this big thing to roll out, <laughs> and all of a sudden this uh, this blue flap just uh, rolled out and we got cheering. But no, it's. Uh, I think, um, yeah, as players, like, you know, special to win a championship, the fans, special to the fans as well. It would have been sick to have, like, a banner, like, come down that, like, covered, like, a part of the whole Yankee stadium. Right. But, yeah, we'll take something. We'll take something. Yeah, in the stadium. Right. I mean, right. where the Yankees play, I mean, it's nice to have something in there where it's such a rich tradition of history. So it's cool. What's it like playing at Yankee Stadium? Because there's a lot of people around the league that talk about it, but have never actually played on that field. Like, what's it like for you guys? It's great for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah we love it. Got it, it down, yeah, right? yeah, we love it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we've, we've embraced it, man. It's, uh, it's a tough place to come and play. Um, you know, it, you know, it's been a, a place that we've we've really learned to to really you know kind of push our style on other teams when they come into uh, to our place, and it's it's not easy to figure out. So, um, you know, every team has their advantage playing at, at their stadiums and what it's like. But you know, Yankee Stadium is just something that we've maintained as an advantage for ourselves. Watch this. We've been asking players all day a little bit of trivia. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Mm -hmm. First Mexican player to win MLS All Star MVP, and I think the only two, right? There's only one of them. Yep. I'm going to have to go with Carlos Villa. Man, you played in Chicago, bro. Oh, no. Cartamac? Yeah, Blanco. <laughs> yep. To be fair, to be fair, I was, what, 20 at the time, and I didn't cross over with Cartamac. Okay. So right. I've heard stories of the legend, but that's, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I bet you yeah, have. Yeah. I had to give Carlos a shot because yeah. he's here. Yep. And like, I just, yep. He's, you know. yep, he's on your team. You yeah. got another one for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. Do you know how many teams are in Liga Mekis? Uh, I don't know how many teams are in League MX. What, take a guess. Um, I'm going to go around, uh, let's say, 22? 18. He's probably okay. the closest oh, cool. we've had so how, far. How many of those 18 make playoffs? Ooh, wow. Um, I'll give, give you a hint. Okay, give me a hint. Bigger percentage than MLS, if you can believe that. Uh, how many of those teams make the playoffs? Um, let's just say, like, let's say 16. Let's say two. Two don't make playoffs? <laughs> yeah, that's why your, not? That's your what a hell of a league percentage. that would be. <laughs> it's a bigger percentage. 12 out, yeah, 12 out of the 18. 12 out of the 18. not too far off. Yeah, four go direct and the other eight go that's into a play-in style. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. we go. Hey, why not? Well, what, about, what about which team has won the most oh, that's a good titles one. in Liga Mekis history? Um, Who's the LA maybe, Galaxy of Liga Mekis? Maybe America. Boom! Oh, you're the first guy to get that. Let's go. And there are some guys you thought would have gotten that. See? And yep. they didn't get that. See? That's Sean Johnson, that, it's that veteran quality, right? Yeah. He's been around. There you go. He knows how to answer the difficult yeah. questions here yeah. on Football America. Sean, thanks for the time, man. Great yeah, to have thanks, you. Guys. And good luck on Wednesday. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. ESPN Plus, of course, your official home for the Bundesliga all season long. Make sure to catch Union Berlin, Jordan P. Fox Union Berlin. They play on Sunday against Mainz. Kick off at 9.20 a.m. Eastern time. Of course, Union Berlin getting off to a fast start to their season. 3-1 win over city rivals Hertha Berlin. Walker Zimmerman joining us next here on our Tour de Force around MLS All-Star Game. We just came out of a promo for the Skills Challenge. How come you didn't get invited to the Skills Challenge? I picked up an injury last uh, week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like every time we see you, you have a black eye. Yeah, it's not uncommon for me. I don't know why. These eyes are uh, a little bit magnetic. Uh -huh. But uh, yeah, very bummed that I couldn't accept the invite for the Skills Challenge. I don't think center backs get enough credit in the box. I but was gonna say if there you, was yeah. if there was a skills challenge for defenders. No, what I'm would talking it be? about no the attacking no, no. one. I no, no. What, what's you, what would you think your best skills challenge would be? Crossing and finishing. <laughs> Crossing and finishing. Yeah. I could see that. Or or like uh, maybe heading a punt. See how far you can head it. Wow. Heading a punt. <laughs>
it's, it's frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't do that until yeah. you're like 12 yeah. years old now. I, right? I hope he brings it because our last guest really brought it. What's yeah. that? Sean Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Sean's a great interviewee yeah. mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. his his voice is just so deep voice. Yeah, it's sexy. Right? He's in the commercials, yeah. but he should also be doing like the voiceover work for the commercials. I feel yeah, like. he's gonna take over for Morgan Freeman. I didn't want to yeah. say it. Yeah, but you you said it. I said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. So tell us a little bit about arriving in Minnesota today. First glances with the guys. First training session. Like, what's all that like? It was great. You know, uh, it was a really fun session, to be honest. We did some boxes, 5v2. Uh, there was a soccer tennis field set up. We played some two-touch, mm-hmm. took down Jesus in the in the final of that. So it's been a good day so far, wow. honestly. Um, vibes are high here. You know, it's a long media day for, for everyone, but at the same time, it's it's exciting to be here, and, and we enjoy it. I, I know you're a defender, uh, but what attacking you player... You said that like it was a bad thing. No, right? no, <laughs> listen to the question. I, I know you're a defender, but what attacking player were you, like, most excited to come see up close? Uh, probably Driussi. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to play uh, Austin yet, but he's obviously had an incredible year, uh, MVP candidate for obvious reasons with his yeah. contributions, but he's a player that I'm excited to see in training tomorrow and then certainly in the game on Wednesday. What's the approach on Wednesday? Because it's, it's not another game. It's not another game. Uh, tactics, who knows what we're going to do <laughs> with all the, the number 10s and midfielders that we have. Forwards. Say it, um, it's unfair. It's, <laughs> it's a little unfair. Um, but that's okay. You know, these guys are, are super talented. They're probably more entertaining to watch than if you put, you know, more defenders on the mm-hmm. field. But um, it'll be fun. It'll be competitive on Wednesday. But certainly looking forward to seeing some guys um, do some creative things with the ball, make some make some cool plays happen on the field. It's an all-star game at the end of the day. It's show. It's entertainment. But it's still Liga MX. It's mm-hmm. still Major League Soccer. Some equate that to Mexico versus the United States men's national team. How do you go about this? There's always going to be that narrative anytime you have any competition between Mexico and the U.S. It's, it's a rivalry, it's, it's intense, and even though it's an all-star game, there's going to be some, uh, some chippiness. I, I remember last year even like some of the first challenges in the game, we realized very quickly like there's a little bit more at stake right. here than just you know, playing in an all-star game. So uh, we won that one in PKs. We're looking to win again this year, um, and it's creating a good narrative between the two leagues. I yeah. remember that. It was Romo versus uh, Sebastian Legette, actually. I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Some chippiness there. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about Nashville. Kind of where are you guys at uh, in this season? There's been some ups and downs right now. Sixth in the West, kind of right in that position where you need a playoff push. Yeah, we, we certainly have gone through a run of, of some tough results uh, that haven't helped us in the standings, but we're coming up on five of our next six games at home. Uh, a place that we need to improve, uh, be playing at home and getting more points there. Um, but it's a great environment. It's a great, great stadium, great place to play. Our fans are, are showing up week in, week out. And now it's our turn to reward them. And we have the chance to do that over the next six games. What's going on? Because I, I turned on the tube and it looks like an unreal environment. Why, why are you struggling to pick up these points at home? Yeah, it's, it's been tough. You know, it's games that will either, we'll either take the lead and then we'll kind of concede late or games that we go down early off of a goal that, you know, is, is it's soft. It's not, it's not a good enough goal to allow. And then we have to claw our way back into it. So uh, I don't know that there's any one reason for it, but it's something that, you know, we need to address. We need to continue to work on our set pieces, uh, defending that is, and and then figure out ways to grind out results late um, and not get too content to drop deep and let teams come at us. You had one of those games this weekend, 4-3 against Toronto. It was kind of a, it was a game within a day of madness around Major League Soccer. It was the most goals we've ever seen in one day of MLS play. Like, how do you explain that? What's happening in MLS right now, specifically this past weekend? <laughs> yeah, this past weekend was crazy. I mean, it was the most goals that we've seen as Nashville as right. well, so I don't like to relive <laughs> it, uh, letting in four. But, um, yeah, I, I actually 
all things considered, the results kind of went our way, mm -hmm. which uh, it makes losses feel slightly better. Um, but I looked at all the scores when I got done with the game. I'm like, wow, 4-3 didn't look so bad after all. all right. um, so that was, yeah, definitely a wild weekend. The West uh, and the East, but the West specifically, it's very close. I think between 3rd and 10th, it's like, what, three or four points that separate those teams. And we come up with a run where we're playing a lot of those teams that we're fighting with. So it's going to shape up to be a, an exciting end of the season. And uh, we're looking forward to having those home matches in hand. And hopefully we can get some points out of them. I'm really curious how you see things. I mean, you've been in Major League Soccer. I remember the FC Dallas days. So you've seen it all. Congratulations on the new contract, by the way. To seeing players facing guys like Lorenzo Insigne, who's rumored to be making over $12 million a year. And then you can see that up close. Uh, talent level, what have you seen up close? And kind of... What's happening in Major League Soccer that all of a sudden you're seeing these type of salaries? I think we're seeing significant investment, and, mm -hmm. and that's important for the growth of the league, and it starts even in the youth systems. And the way that we're starting to see these academies uh, form, spend money, uh, the transfers coming in and out of the league is at an all-time high. And so it's exciting when players uh, like Insigne come in and you get to play them firsthand and see, okay, this is, this is like what we're spending our money on. And, well, I think we can take him and, and looking at different guys and their contracts and um, it's good. It's good for the game. It's good to attract players that are in their prime who are coming to, to make an impact in the best years of their career. And so uh, it was a good chance to see that up close uh, and hopefully we can play those guys again because I'm still a little bitter about that. <laughs> uh, we're talking about contracts. What about your new contract? You know, because we, we see guys who work in MLS for years and years and years to kind of get that big payday. You got it. What changes? <laughs> Nothing changes for me. Um, you know, honestly, I feel an even heightened responsibility. Um, you know, I'm someone who I'm going to not be content with just kind of securing the bag, as they say. Um, I'm still focused each and every day on, on getting better individually, getting better as a team, and making sure that I can honor the, the ownership and, and the city with that investment that they made in me and make it worth every penny and more uh, in return for them. So that's, that's my mindset, and I know that uh, I'm going to continue to do that not change the way that I've kind of been my whole career. All right, Walker, we got to let you go. Thanks for your time here at MLS All-Star Game, and we uh, wish you good luck on Wednesday night. Appreciate it, guys. Busy, busy times for the LA Galaxy, who as always are well represented at Major League Soccer's All-Star Game. A 4-2 loss over the weekend to Sporting Kansas City. And of course, last week we saw them in the League's Cup as well. Big part of that effort, Julian Araujo. Speaking of busy, he's been linked to half the teams in the world, it seems. To America, <laughs> Porto, and anybody else who's interested Porto. in making quality right back. Yeah, you, you said Porto. Yeah, did I say that? Okay, I said did, that. Did he I said say that. Porto? All right, all right. We're making things interesting uh, here on Football Americas. Julian, great to have you with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about just your arrival here to Minnesota, what it's been like training with the guys. I see your shorts are already dirty, right? Yeah, they are. I'm eating a little bit. Got a little bit dirty. Can't handle myself. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it was a good little flight. We came from Kansas City here. One hour flight. Um, got here last night around 7. But it's been a good time, you know, getting to know everybody, uh, especially, you know, playing against everybody, uh, our rivals. But it's good just to get to know each other. Get to know each other. Everybody's super friendly. Um, but it's good to be around all of these top guys being so young taking in information and whatever I can I'm trying to take away from from these things and uh, I'm happy to be here taking information are guys getting pretty serious about this like is there already that talk hey we can't lose that kind of talk or no not like that just some like you know we talk about our clubs obviously yeah. but um but yeah just being around all these big guys you know I'm around guys that I that I was growing up idolizing and I'm very happy to be you know being in this position and um yeah, obviously, we do want to win on Wednesday, for sure. <laughs> Personally, what does it mean for you to be an all-star? 
it means the world you know obviously I've, I've worked my whole life uh, to just be a professional soccer player and to come in the league and be a be an all-star it's something that I'm you know that I'm proud of that my family's proud of um, you know without my family I wouldn't be where I am today and I just continue to work hard every day I'm trying to improve on whatever I can and uh, yeah I'm gonna try to represent obviously the biggest club in, in MLS and uh, represent my family. I hope this doesn't sound cliche but is it difficult at times because you're a young guy and you've got LA Galaxy which is the winningest team in Major League Soccer's history with trophies you've got the Mexican national team that's a machine here in the States it's a lot of attention you rumors about Porto I mean is it difficult at times to, to maintain that focus to kind of not let yourself get carried away yeah, for sure. I think just being so young, you know, um, having all this information, just seeing all the internet stuff and uh, talking to a lot of different people, uh, it's, de it's definitely difficult, you know, seeing some things, you know, as much as I don't want to be on social media, mm. just seeing some things on on social media, it's, it's difficult. Like you said, I'm, I'm playing for, I, I represent Mexico, one of the, you know, the most... I feel like I, I, you know, a lot of players that play in Mexico, that play for Mexico, have a lot of pressure. And uh, yeah, I think I think it brings out the best of us. I think I, I, I like the pressure. I think it brings out the best of me. But um, but yeah, I try to stay away from it. I try to just stay true to myself. Just try to stay focused. Try to stay true to my to, to what I do, and uh, just honestly, just stay focused on, on what I do. There's a lot of talk about a move around you. Do you feel ready for the next step? I feel ready. I feel. Um, I, I want to take. I obviously my my dream and my goal is to play in Europe. Um, whether that comes this summer transfer window or if it comes in January, uh, I feel I feel ready. I feel like that's what I need to to you know to reach my highest potential. Um, I want to play in the in the biggest leagues in the world, and you know I I feel like I'm someone who who always wants to learn. And for me to go play in, in the in the top leagues is going to bring out the best of me. What type of football do you see yourself playing? Like, what brand of football? What type of league are you? Do you think you're ready for? Um, I. I'm an attack. I'm an attacking-minded uh, defensive back. Um, I like to attack. I also love to defend. Um, but as you see, you know Bayer Leverkusen how they play. Um, they 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 have to spread the game out wide. Their the wingers play up top. They go they go forward to defend. And I, I like to. That's my game. I like to defend and I like to help. I like to help score goals. And I think you probably have a unique perspective on it. Just being Mexican American, but. Just last week, right? You're in the middle of the League's Cup. You get to see all, all kind of the attention when you really put Liga MX's best against Major League Soccer's best. For you, what does it mean tomorrow to, or Wednesday to beat Liga MX? Uh, is, it, is it that important? It's like any other game, you know. Obviously, I want to. I want to win every game that I that I step on the pitch for. Uh, I never want to lose. I hate losing, whether it's a friendly, whether it's uh, a game that I come in for five minutes or whatever it is. I want to. I want to be the. I want to win. I'm, I'm. I have a winning mentality, and uh, yeah, on, on Wednesday it'll mean the world, just like any other win. I want to win. <laughs> This is an extra layer to that rivalry, right? That U.S. men's national team versus Mexico rivalry, whether it's Liga Mekis, MLS, whether it's League's Cup, whether it's whatever it is. Have you felt that yet? Uh, definitely, for sure. Yeah, like we, like I said, like uh, yeah, the rivalry is, is it's it's a big one. It's a big one, and I know they're coming over here to want to beat us, uh, because I'm sure they definitely don't want to lose. Uh, last year we beat them in, in PKs, and uh, this year we don't want to take it to PKs. We we want to we want to win it off the before the 90th minute. Should we do some trivia? Let's do some trivia. All right, we're gonna find out, Julian, how well you know your enemy on Wednesday night. How well you know Liga Mekis. <laughs> You ready? Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> Liga MX team with the most league titles. 
Chivas. Chivas. Eh. America. 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 You know, I was going to say that in my head because I, 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 I was going to say that. I yeah, for a long time, it was Chivas. It, and then America. It used to be Chivas. Yes, and, then, and then, you know, the uh, early, <laughs> I guess the last two decades happened. All right. Uh, how many MLS? Oh, no, no, no. Then. A ver, maestro. Ah, how many Liga MX teams make playoffs? Mm. For sure, maybe. I'm gonna say five, six. Uh, it's, it's double that. Yeah, double 12 that. Twelve of the eighteen, 12. and they say making the playoffs in MLS is easy. Can you believe that? Twelve of the eighteen get the repechaje. It's direct four, and then the other eight go to repechaje, a play. Repechaje, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is also something that's changed in recent it's years. It's changed so in recent years. It used to be years. eight. It was kind of always standard eight. Yeah. We're giving you tough ones. We're giving you tough okay. ones. Okay. Uh, how about this one? <laughs> um, all right. Name a player with both an MLS Cup and Liga MX trophy. Oh, wow. You. Oh! Wow. <laughs> Mira eso. The one he knew, the one he knew was, of course, like Hercules Gomez. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but hey, but you're the most important. There well, it is. I didn't want to say it. Omar Gonzalez, another guy Omar from the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember right. Julian, thanks so much for the yeah. time, man. I know you got a bunch of other interviews, but we're great to have you here on Football Thank you America. guys so much. Thank thanks you guys. Thank you. Pumas representing Liga MX against Barcelona over the weekend at the Joan Gamper Trophy, a last tune-up for Barcelona. And, uh, they looked good, Herc. Yeah, they did. Uh, if you're on that near post, Palermo, stay on that near post. Good little through ball. And then, oh, no, Julio. 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 Now Julio Gonzalez's best moment there. Uh, two goals in the first five minutes of this game for Barcelona. Three goals in the first 10. Four goals, Herc, in the first 19. Not a great day for Pumas at the office. Tacoma touchdown. Listen, what are you going to do? Um, is it a reality of Mexican football or is it a reality of Barcelona? Maybe somewhere in between. Not Pumas' best showing by any means. Barcelona running riot. The final score, 6-0. At least Danny Alves got to do his FCB Barcelona farewell. Now he got 60 minutes and the start. So there's a feel good for Pumas. I guess. <laughs> Come on. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, I lost 6-0. Thanks. Throw me around. Uh, it doesn't count for either of these teams. That's the good news. Pumas will step back into Liga MX play. As for Barcelona, they certainly seem to have some momentum hurt ahead of the La Liga season. Yeah, Lewandowski looks good, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. His first goal for Barcelona. Pumas making some plays there uh, towards the end. A little bit of hope. Uh, but in the end, they were... Uh, Denied even the chance to score goal. Six nothing. Hurt. Yeah, I thought the six nothing, nothing was a little short. If I'm being honest, it is what it is. Xavi, Lilini. Alexis Vega of Chivas and the Mexican national team and a Liga MX All-Star with us then on Football Americas. Herc, let's get a sense of what he's looking forward to the most from this game against MLS. ¿Qué esperas? ¿Qué es lo que más quieres disfrutar de este tipo de ambiente de Major League Soccer contra Liga MX? Bueno, yo creo que es un partido lindo eh, poder disputar una vez más este partido. Eh, si bien o mal es un espectáculo que le podemos dar a la gente, así que tratar de disfrutarlo y, y que sea un buen ambiente para todos nosotros. 
He said it should be a good game, a spectacle for all, and that they will uh, try to do their best. I, I wonder what he thinks of the rivalry between USA and Mexico and how that might show itself on Wednesday night. Bueno, Estados Unidos contra México, ¿cómo crees que puede presentarse eso en el juego de dos ligas? Que muy bien una representa Canadá y Estados Unidos, pero al final del día la gente piensa en Estados Unidos contra México. Sí, eh, ese partido, te digo, es como para disfrutar, para, para sacar esos viajes que traemos encima. Y posteriormente, obviamente, eh, son dos ligas importantes, dos ligas que han, que han crecido bastante. En torneos oficiales yo creo que sí es un parámetro para nosotros la MLS, así que trataremos de, de en torneos oficiales eh, sacar provecho, dar golpes de autoridad para que sepan de qué está hecha la liga mexicana. Y, y bueno, eh, obviamente la MLS está creciendo bastante. So he said it's a game to be enjoyed. There are two important leagues that have shown growth, and MLS is a good way to measure themselves. But uh, it still sounds like he wants to show that Liga oh, MX is, right? is still the yeah. boss. Uh, why don't we find out a little bit about what his role will be in the in the skills challenge, right? Because he's going to be involved in that too. Bueno, estás en el concurso de habilidades. Eh, Sabes tu rol, en qué vas a estar, qué te toca, cómo ves este tipo de evento. No, eh, obviamente estoy enterado. Me pusieron en la lista. Eh, no tengo la mínima idea de, de lo que me toca hacer. <laughs> eh, más o menos tengo la idea de, del pasado. De que había mis compañeros concursar, así que ya más o menos eh, sé por dónde va. Okay, so he's seen the list. He has no idea what he's going to do, but he saw last year's competition. He saw his teammates there uh, do what they had to do, so I think he's got a pretty good idea. Alexis, muchas gracias por el tiempo y buena suerte miércoles. Gracias, Thank you. Muchas gracias. La Liga, exclusively on ESPN Plus all season long. The action starts on Friday. Osasuna against Tecatitos Sevilla. Coverage begins 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here on ESPN Plus for the La Liga Lid Lifter. Our coverage of the MLS All-Star Game continues with Brandon Vasquez of FC Cincinnati. I was just, when you walked up, I was impressed by how big you are, man. You're huge. <laughs> Thank you. You don't seem that surprised, but are you? Are you I'll surprised? Take that as a, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, I'm a little surprised because I was telling him I remember him in the Cholos Academy. He, he wasn't as lean, if you will. He's probably a teenager. You worked out a lot since then. For sure. Yeah. That was that was what five, six, seven years ago, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah easy. The gray hair is yeah, not coming yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Brandon, tell me what it's like to to be named to MLS All Star Team because it was kind of like a, a last minute thing for you. You 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 got on the plane at the last second. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's incredible. You know, I mean, uh, I can't take these opportunities for granted. Um, and you know, I'm I'm beyond grateful to be here and happy. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think um, I think I I'm up here with these all of these guys. You know, I deserve it. As an all-star, it's a great achievement. But for you personally, Mexican American, you grew up watching a lot of these guys. You're probably going to face. Well, what's that mean to you? For sure. I mean. Uh, for me, I got one thing on my mind, and that's score goals, help my team win. So, regardless of who I'm playing, that's uh, that's my objective every uh, every time I step on the field. When you were a kid, I wonder kind of which of the leagues were you watching more? Is it Liga MX, MLS? And like, what teams are you watching as you can? As you yeah, grow? I mean, when I was growing up and I was playing for Tijuana, then I, I would always only watch Liga MX, you know. And then going to Atlanta, then I started watching all the MLS and uh, being super uh, involved in everything that was going on around the league. And Liga MX kind of like. Uh, stood in behind that um, so yeah I mean I, I had a little bit of both you know mm -hmm. so uh, most recently a lot of more MLS Liga Mackies uh, haven't been following it as much um, but but yeah a little bit of both what's that been like for you emotionally because kind of caught in the middle when it comes to the Mexican national team the US men's national team Liga Mackies MLS you know what's that been like for you yeah you know it's uh it's exciting you know I mean it's um, a lot of options so 
So it's, it's but as far as emotions, you find yourself like every once in a while, like I feel like I find myself rooting here, but I root here. Like you feel like a little divided. What's going on? For sure, a little bit, you know, because I got Mexico in my blood, but I also grew up in the states and uh, played uh, with the U.S. youth national team as well. So, so I got a little bit of both. You know, I um, I appreciate the the culture and everything where I come from, but I also uh, enjoy being in the states. Yeah. 14 goals so far this season. What's working for you? Hunger. Hunger, I think. It's just uh, taking this opportunity and not letting it go. You know, um, hitting the back of the net, being obsessed with that feeling. Yeah. Has anything changed from, from years past? Yeah, I think, I think opportunity. I think opportunity for sure. You know, I mean, I'm getting a lot more playing time, and that brings a lot of confidence. And uh, having a coaching staff that supports me and a, and a good team around me that also uh, – helps put me in front of goal I mean um, yeah I mean the stars are aligning and I uh, I love uh, where I'm at right now you talk about hunger what's that hunger coming with? What, what do you want to see with that hunger what's your goal strive for greatness you know I I want to I want to play on the national team I want to go to Europe I want to play in the top leagues in the world I want to play Champions League I want to I want to strive for the best you know and I think that's uh that's what's pushing me, uh, just being the best athlete and be the best person I could possibly be. So just pushing myself every single day to, to be that. He mentioned national team. He didn't mention which one. Did I want to get to that in a second, but i got to <laughs> ask about FC Cincinnati first. Okay. Um, at the beginning of the season, we do kind of like a prediction segment here mm -hmm. on the show. I said FC Cincinnati would Wooden be the spoon. worst team Wooden in the spoon. league. Obviously, I got it wrong. Like, why was I so wrong? What, what have you guys been able to I do I don't this blame year? you. I mean, the last couple of years. <laughs> it's kind of like it's a fault pick. Thank yeah. you. There's yeah. three seasons in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the past couple of years, just it, it wasn't it in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. A lot of things going wrong. But this year, it seems like everything is going right. So, it's been... It's been a lot of fun to be part of this group. New GM coming in, new coaching staff. They've switched everything around, the culture around. Everything has been absolutely incredible, and being a part of that team has been uh, nothing short but fun. What's the goal this year? Getting playoffs. That'd be making history for FCC, and uh, yeah, sneak into the World Cup roster for All sure. All right. Okay. All Again, right. he didn't tell us which World Cup Go roster. Ahead, so, so tell me about <laughs> where your status is right now at the international level. Who's talking to you, and who's not talking to you? U.S. is talking to me. Mexico has not talked to me. Mm. So, so you know how it goes. Um, yeah, I was talking to Anthony Hudson, one of uh, Greg's assistants, a couple nights ago in Cincinnati. He came out to the game to watch. Um, so he was basically just telling me uh, what what the U.S. national team looks for in a number nine, what I do good, what uh, what they think I can improve on a little bit. But uh, they're they're happy and impressed with my performances recently, and uh, to keep going, to keep uh, scoring, and uh, yeah, they'll um, there'll be a chance to be with them. What can Brandon Vasquez offer the U.S. men's national team? Goals. Goals, hold the play, um, creativity up front, um, and strength. Strength, so yeah, I would say that. I, I think the hold-up play is something to, to kind of dive down on here because all the advanced analytics suggest you're the, the best hold-up player in all of Major League Soccer. Is that something that's always been a part of your game? And how much of that is important to kind of like what you do with FC Cincinnati and maybe in the future the national team? For sure, for sure. That's been a part of my game since I can remember. Um, I used to, uh, when I was younger, I was playing on the on the wing, and uh, I loved having my back on the line. And then when I became uh, taller, the coaches started putting me as number nine, and I had to learn how to play with my back to to goal and having defenders on my back at all times, and and that's uh, helped me 
be where I am today with my hold to play, and I think it's an uh, important part of FC Cincinnati's uh, attack. You know, I'm bringing in creative players like Lucho, Brenner, our wingers coming in as well. Um, I think it's important for our attack, and uh, I think I can do that pretty well. Now, I want to go back to the national team. You know, players who don't do World Cup qualifying or the lead up to World Cup generally don't make the flight. Mm -hmm. How much is wait Qatar? a second? Wait a second! I got an example of one yeah, right yeah, here. I was just going to say. I got an example of one. There you go. Well, there you go. All right, we've, uh -huh. we've got a very similar story. Mm -hmm. Even though I was on the outside in, that was always on the back of my mind. That dream, that hope. How much of that is on the back of your mind? How much does that weigh on you? I wouldn't say I'm letting it weigh on me. I think I'm just, uh, I have it on the back of my mind, but like I mentioned earlier, I got one goal on, on my mind, and that's uh, perform every time I step on the field. So um, all the buzz that's going on on the outside, I try to not let that affect me. I try to not like let anything on social media. Um, I try to not see any of that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, like I said, I got one thing on my mind, and that's perform the best I can and help uh, my team win and score goals. It's one thing to ignore social media. It's hard to ignore the national team manager when he talks about yeah. you. Greg yeah. Burhall said, hey, this keep, kid keeps scoring at this rate. I, I can't help but call him in. When you hear that from the national team manager, like, what does it do for you? It just shows me that I got to keep doing what, I gotta, what, I, what I'm doing. You know, I can't be complacent with anything. Um, I got a lot to prove and a lot to go. You know, I think this is barely getting started. So, I, uh, yeah, you know, it's exciting to have a national team coach say, say that stuff about me. And, um, and that's great. But I got to keep performing. I got to keep proving that. Uh, that is the real deal. What about Mexico? Is the door closed? No, nope. I, I gotta keep all my options open. You know, you never know. I'm, I gotta, you know, like I said, my family's from Mexico. I got Mexico in the blood, so um, I uh, still have part of that in me. All right, Brandon. Appreciate the time here yeah. on Football Americas. Good luck with FC Cincinnati, and good luck on Wednesday against Liga Mekis. Thank yeah. you, guys. One more reminder then, it's the MLS versus Liga MX All-Star Game on Wednesday at Allianz Field right here in Minnesota. Will it be a repeat for Major League Soccer or will it be revenge for Liga MX? I'm getting excited, bro. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. You've been pretty excited all day. Yes. i got to simmer you down a little bit. we still got the skills challenge tomorrow we do. and then the All-Star Game, but that's what you want, right? Absolutely. Liga MX, Major League Soccer, Mexico, US Men, M&T. That's what you want. Yep. Little programming note for you guys. We're not going to be on Thursday this week. Instead, we're going to do a post-game Wednesday after the MLS versus Liga MX All-Star Game. So a little bit of a change there. We'll have a lot of interviews, obviously, like the ones we had today. You also spoke with Luca De La Torre, didn't you? We're going to run that on uh, Wednesday night. Luca De La Torre. It'll be on Wednesday night. Very interesting. Oh, yeah? That's all I can say. Okay, a good interview. Herc's teasing a good interview. Plenty else coming on Wednesday's show as well. We will talk about the developing situation between Orange County yeah. SC and the LA Galaxy, something we've got a keen eye on here on Football Americas. For Herc, I'm Seb. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Wednesday from right here in Minnesota.